Hey guys, welcome to Is Black and White. If this is your first time listening in, welcome, welcome, welcome. If it's not, welcome back, friend. I appreciate you guys either way. Um, today, I don't really have a word. It's more so of God wanting me to just be transparent with you guys. As you guys know, that's kind of like how I get down. That's just my ministry is just walking you guys through my challenges or whatever you know just so you guys know you're not alone so as you guys saw I was tempted to cheat on my husband again and it was serious like I was seriously considering it um first let me just pray before I get in so father um, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you so much for your grace, your mercy, your love, your understanding, God, your willingness to stick with us through everything, God, even when we fall short. Um, we're just so thankful to have such a loving father like you, God. We um, we ask that you keep your hands over us, Father, and just help us in this journey, Lord. It's difficult. Just being real, it's, it's not easy but we trust that you will give us the strength that we need um to see that we get to wherever it is that you need us to get to um right now father god as i speak to your people i pray that you will still anoint my mouth even though this is my testimony i pray that it will reach the right person god it will help the right person god um and i just humble myself before you and your people in jesus mighty name amen so um like a few days ago, I mean, me and my husband are just in this season and it is not fun. You know, I understand this is a learning experience for me. I know all the videos and podcasts I've been putting out, trust and believe I'm standing in that. But just being real, you guys, it's not always me on the rise. It's not always me just feeling good and all that stuff. If the videos and the podcast makes it seem as though, I'm telling you right now, that is not what it is. Like, it's just literally every day it's a battle and some days are harder than others, right? So maybe like two days ago, I was just over it. And I knew it from the time that I woke up that morning. I was just like, I got to go through this again. And I'm just tired and I was real with God. I was like, I was just tired. So um, I spent that day, actually, to be honest, I don't even think I was in the Word that much that day. Um, I was busy with my kids and just getting some things together for myself. And towards the end of the day, I was just, I was just thinking, right? That's like the devil's workshop is our minds, right? So I'm just thinking like, why am I even doing this? Like, why am I putting so much effort into this marriage and I'm not seeing anything? Like, it's just, I feel like I'm spending so much energy, like, for nothing. And I know what God said, but then part of me is like, I don't even know if I want it. Like, God, if I have to work this hard, I don't even know if I want it. And and I was also thinking, Lord, I know that you're going to do this, but when you heal this marriage am I even gonna want this man like I can't I couldn't imagine me even wanting him at this point like because I didn't want him anymore I was just kind of just done um 
um, also when we were intimate, because it's pretty much the last thing we had, right? We weren't really emotionally available for each other. Like, it's just... is nothing a marriage should be. How my marriage look is nothing a marriage should be. And so I, I got to a point where I didn't want to be intimate with him, right? Um, but I was in a place where I felt like I just wanted someone to be with. Like, just being real, like, I just wanted to be with somebody. Um, when I was younger, um, I started having sex pretty early. And from then, obviously, right, sex feels good. Um, from then, it was always a drug to me, and I just didn't know. So um, back in the day before I was sold out for Christ, I used to struggle with masturbation and pornography because whenever me and my husband weren't seeing eye to eye or if we were in times like this, you know, the old Brie would just go figure it out herself and get relief in her own way, right? Um, but, you know... <sighs> it just it was just a way of getting high like that's how I see it from my understanding it was like a way of getting high so when God freed me from that like I wasn't masturbating anymore and all that good stuff or bad stuff it's not good all that bad stuff <laughs> um I unknowingly switched methods of getting that high but it was through my husband and you know I no one I mean, look, I didn't think that just for the simple fact that he's my husband. So it's free game. We can do this. There's nothing wrong with this, right? Which is very true, right? But the way that I was going about it, my um, where my heart was when being intimate with my husband was not right. And I think this is what God is working on, right? So... Every marriage, and I have to just say this, every marriage is different and God calls us down different roads. So for me, God has called me and my, my husband to fast sex. And at first I didn't believe it was God. <laughs> and the truth behind that is just, I didn't want to give it up. I was just fighting him. Like he told me this like seven, eight months ago, y'all, like a long time, even through different people. And I was like, mm, no, because that's causing separation. If I don't sleep with my husband, that's giving him like, um, the, the opportunity to go do whatever he want to do. It's like, I'm supporting, you know, like I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to always, you know, even if I don't like this man right now, I'm still going to do that. Okay. But, um, also right in the Bible, it tells us, not to deprive one another. So I was like, well, yeah. But then God led me to the book of Hosea, right? And the book of Hosea is about a man who marries a prostitute. And it was supposed to be um, God showing, it was an example of God showing his love for us. Like when we commit infidelity and we do all these other things in, um, pretty much cheating on God. You know, when we worship and we give our our hearts to anything and other anything other than God is like we're cheating on the Lord because he's supposed to be our first love. So that is why God called Hosea to marry the prostitute. And so in the book of Hosea chapter 3 verses 3 it says, hold on. 
Um, Then I said to her, you must live in my house for many days and stop your prostitution. During this time, you will not have sexual relations with anyone, not even me. In the note, it says um, the return to home involved a period of discipline. And this is what God was trying to tell me, but I just did not want to listen because it got to a point where like being with my husband, I wasn't being with my husband. I'm going to just leave it at that. And so what God was showing me is like, this is a lust issue. You are struggling with lust. You are filling yourself up with this sex because you just, you, it was almost like a God to me. You know what I mean? Like, I know that in my heart, I love the Lord with all my heart, with all my soul, right? But I guess unknowingly, like I said, I just needed that. Like, that's how I felt. And then that's when God had to check me because I felt like I needed it. When God is supposed to be the one who can do all things. But I'm like, God, how are you going to get rid of this feeling, right? Let me hold on. Let me continue with my notes. <laughs> and so when God had called us to um, fast, and this is with us being disciplined, <laughs> having self-control, you know, I just realized that I had a problem with just me and God and being alone in this season because he's also called me into consecration. He's called me on, on a fast. Like there's a lot that he's requiring from me. And these are things that I've never really done before. Like to this level, I haven't done before. And that is to be expected when you are walking with God, when you pass a certain um, test or a certain level or a certain period in your life, he's going to call you to call you higher. Okay. It's just like anything else. As you progress, it always gets a little harder. Right. And so when he was asking me to do all this, I kind of felt overwhelmed because I'm like, I can't eat junk food. I can't talk to anybody. I can't have sex. I can't watch certain shows like Lord, this is a lot. You know, and even though I felt like that, right, my flesh is just hungry. My flesh is itching. I was just so frustrated with having to not have, like, it's like withdrawal symptoms or something, like not being able to do all those things. And I have to stay in this, this marriage. I was done. I was done. I said, no, no, and no. And I just, I don't know. I had my mind made up. Like, this is what I'm going to do. I was still wrestling so I guess my mind wasn't made up, but I was kind of just like, I'm just done. That That's literally how I felt. <sighs> so, you know, after, you know, all of this frustration, I just began to desire to be touched by a man, but just not my husband, because I was just extremely angry at him. I was just done. I just wanted another man. Um, I wanted to slip back into my old ways and be the old Brie. Um, and as I was battling in between on how I was going to do this, I mean, it's really not that hard to find somebody to have sex with. Like if I just keep it a hundred, it's not really that hard. Right. So I was just contemplating on how I was going to do this. You know what I mean? And y'all was so close. Um, not like out the house close. I was still home. I'm just saying like, I'm a type of person and when my mind is made up, it's up. Like there's no turning back. And I know the enemy knew that. <laughs> when my mind is made up, it doesn't matter what it is. Like, that's what it is. Like, no one's going to be able to talk me off the ledge. 
which is, I don't even know if that's a good thing. But anyway, so I was just frustrated. I just came into my prayer closet. I was just frustrated. I was crying to God. Um, I was just angry for my husband. I was even angry at myself because of the feelings I was having. It was just, it's just been so long. And I'm just like, I'm just, I just want to get this scratched itch. Like, or this itch scratched. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just wanted to get this itch scratched. Like, that's just how I felt. So, anyway. So, I prayed and God was straight up with me, y'all. God said, um, well, I was telling him how I felt and how I just didn't want my husband because that's just what I do. I kind of vent to God first. Like I got to get it all out. And then I come back in with a, not really a structural prayer, but then it's like, okay, like, Lord, now I, I can hear. My eyes, my ears are open now. And I just told him, like, God, I just wanted a quick exchange. Of course, I know the Lord wasn't going to approve of it. Of course. But it was just me being very transparent with him. He knew anyway. But anyway. And then God said, is it worth it? And I was like, mm. in that moment, yeah. Yeah, it was worth it. But God asked me again or asked me a different question. And he said, like, is however many minutes worth you having to explain to your community why you failed so then I started to think like because hmm, that's what my ministry is about is being transparent with you guys if ever I fall if ever I mess up whatever you guys will know because that is what I'm committed to that is what my ministry is about and so honestly uh, I was kind of like hmm. like I wasn't sold <laughs> I wasn't sold yet but it did kind of pump the brakes a little bit. But then God asked me this one, or said this last thing. He said, I understand you don't want to be committed to the man who isn't committed to you. But what about me? You want to step out on me when I've been faithful to you. And I broke down. Okay, so then I cried. You know, I repented. And then I cried again because I guess... I don't know. It just put things in perspective for me at that time, you know? Um, when we're in these moments, when we're in these low places, sometimes we can't even think clearly, you know? And I think that's why I'm just so thankful for God to be, for being patient with me in that moment and just let me vent and sound like a fool, like, you know, in hindsight, it was just foolish. But even saying it to you guys all right now, it sounds pretty pathetic. But in that moment, you guys, it was very real for me. In that moment, it was valid for me. And this is why we can't trust our emotions. This is why we can't trust our feelings and even lean on our own, own understanding because we get moved off of our feelings. And I need to work on not being that way. Um, but yeah, this is just the truth of what it was for me. Um, after I cried and repented and just pulled myself together, God promised me, y'all, he said, the next time that I'm intimate with my husband, it will be better than I've ever had, like better than anything I've ever experienced in a sexual way, right? And he's not just saying like the physical part of like, oh, it feels good, but 
the intimate part, right? Because me and my husband have never experienced um, our marriage in a way where it was just so pure and the way God designed it. We've never had that before. So I want you guys to like imagine if you two have have felt this way, you're tempted, like, look, imagine when God restores and heals our spouse and heals our marriage and even heal, heal, heal us. Like, obviously, I still have some healing. I still have some healing. Like, look, let me just say this. I have not been tempted like that in so long. And I just, I think it was my last podcast. One of these podcasts I just did, I just told y'all, like, I don't get tempted like that anymore. I literally said that because I didn't. I would have a thought and I'd be like, no, but for some reason, two days ago, it was not like that. And I was just frustrated because I was frustrated with myself. You know, I was just kind of like, why am I feeling this way? (laughs) Why? Why? Like, it's just, it was, I was a hot mess. But anyway, when God heals us, you guys, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Just imagine sex being the way God intended you know, not like how we think it should be. I mean, like loving each other's soul, like that type of sex, you know, not loving each other because of their personalities or because of the body part past that, like in love with each each other's soul. I can't even imagine that. I can't even imagine that, right? So like, I understand, like I now understand why God tells us to wait until we're married to have sex. Like, we think from our own understanding. You know, ladies, I can't speak for men, but ladies, I know, like, some of us think, like, what, like, if we, if we got, if we waited until we got married and had sex, how are we gonna know, like, what size he is, like, how, how big it is? Yeah, I said it, you guys, like, I'm, I'm having a real conversation with you guys, like, how are we gonna know how big it is, or, how long he can go or can he even really deliver like those are the things you know what I mean like we well and when I was back in the unsaved world we talk about stuff like that you know and sadly I definitely had sex obviously plenty of times before I got married and I'm like lord like I couldn't even imagine like I know like I'll say I know god this is the way you said it but I don't know I don't know. And then this is now I understand what God is saying. Now I understand why God tells us, you know, to wait. Because God will provide all those things so that, you know, we can satisfy one another when the foundation of the marriage is him. The foundation of the marriage has to be him. Now, you know, how long you've been with someone, um, how you guys met, um, how it was love at first sight. Um, maybe you guys have the same history, the same background, or because you two had your first time together. I mean, that's not what makes God, like, godly sex. (laughs) That, like, I guess I should call it that, right? It doesn't make it that. It has to be God. God has to be at the root of it all. God has to be at the foundation. In order for that to happen... Um, your spouse has to love God with all her soul or at least be working towards that part, right? Working towards that way. You have to love God with all your soul or to be working towards that. It can't be based on the stuff that we just think that we know. 
And this is how it's supposed to be. We just be out here, or we used to, right, have sex ignorantly. You know, it's just, it's more than just it feeling good. Because if we just see it as that, like how I looked at it, it's just something that feels good, then it it won't be special with your significant other. Then it's easy for you to just go out and just, like how I almost slept up, and just try to be with somebody else. I wasn't trying to be emotionally available or anything. It was just, let's just have this exchange and I just be done. And in my mind, I was justifying myself because of how much I've been doing. We It's just, we really have to see it, everything the way God sees it. Because the moment we start seeing it in our own way and with our own understanding, that's when we start to fail. That's when we mess up. That is when sin is produced, honestly. So, God wanted me to share this with you guys to let you guys know, like, if you are fit, if you too have been feeling this way, you know, you're not alone. The enemy knows, right? He knows when we're down. He knows how, when to try to attack the to attack us when we're like at our weakest. You know, um, I told y'all where I was, like this whole consecration and not having anything (laughs) nothing like my flesh is starving right now y'all like it is starving like I don't even have anything I'm not eating no junk food uh like I said I'm not having sex right now um no real entertainment I'm not talking to anybody not even people who are of the Lord I'm just it's literally me sitting in this just one-on-one that's how God he just told me it's literally truly one-on-one with God and all I have is his word it's enough right for my spirit man my spirit man is good and gravy my flesh is kind of like girl like you know and I love that I love feeling that because it's, it's it reminds me that okay it's working come telling my flesh like no no like you know, I almost slipped up, but no. But anyway, so I wanted to touch, let you guys know, we always have to stay attached to God above everything else. Because honestly, if I wasn't, if I wasn't even trying to hear from God, Obrey wouldn't even hesitate it. Obrey would have, like, I wouldn't have thought about it that long. So I am excited to say that there was some progress But I guess my failure, where I feel like I failed, is the fact that I even thought about it for that long. And I was considering it. That, like, I'm kind of disappointed in myself for that. I forgave myself already. But, um, yeah, if, if I was not really grounded in God, like, I don't think, I don't, I wouldn't even make this podcast, to be honest with you guys. (laughs) I just wouldn't have, um... But I am glad that I didn't bow to my emotions because they were very real in that moment. But that's what I'm saying, in that moment. You know, I don't even feel like that today. And um, honestly, that whole little get down of me just listening to the Lord and being obedient, um, I believe I received new strength in Christ because it was literally him who had to give it to me. Brie couldn't do that on her own. (laughs) Um, Also, you know, God reminded me that the enemy wanted me to fall 
He wanted me to fall because the enemy wanted to attack my ministry. He wanted to uh, delay my breakthrough in my marriage. And he wanted me to open the door to him. He wanted me to allow him to come in this household. You know, because when we sin, it doesn't just affect us, especially if you have a family. It doesn't just affect you. You know, me committing that sin, me committing that sin would have just been selfish. You know, know, thinking about it, I think every sin is a form of selfishness, if I can think about it. I mean, I haven't thought of every single sin, but I just feel like all that stuff is just rooted in selfishness. You know, um, another thing the Lord wanted me to let you guys know is that it's so important that we're transparent about everything, even the imperfect imperfections, like me giving you, sharing with you all what I did, um, because then sin can't grow. You know, people who struggle, they struggle in secret. They struggle where people cannot see them and they don't. It takes strength to be able to admit that you're struggling with something. Because for some reason, we all think we just have to be perfect. For some reason, we just think being a Christian means that I'm always happy. I'm always strong. I'm always prayerful. And, um, you know, whatever. I could do no wrong. It's not true. Like, if anything, I personally believe that we people who truly love God or just even trying to really we we get attacked the hardest so I feel like our lives aren't the easiest but I feel like we have God's grace to get us through challenges that is I think that is what Christianity is about is literally having this walk with the Lord and you not doing anything on your own like Jesus did not die on that cross for nothing. It's literally for times like this, like when you slip up, okay? Um yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what my ministry is about. If this is your first time, um uh, maybe you want to reconsider and come back, right? You know, think about it. And I say that because that's just what my whole get down is is just being very raw and talking about stuff that people don't want to talk about. I expose myself. I've always been that type of person. Well, for the most part, I should say. Just because I'm a normal person. Like, I just feel like everyone's normal and we're human. We are all human beings and we all have feelings and whatever, okay? But what's important is that we know the truth. We know how to give back to Christ and we can encourage and be there for each other. Like, that's the kind of community that I want is literally working towards healing. Um, Also, within this testimony, what God wanted me to highlight, it was that it wasn't just an attack. It wasn't just something that just came out of the blue. It was God showing me that there was still some healing, right? I still needed to be healed or delivered, right, from lust, and do the work and figure out why is it that, why was lust an issue? You know, like why? Like, so getting to the root of things and healing, okay? <laughs> that wasn't on the notes, y'all. So sorry if I was all over the place. But before closing, I wanted to say 
if you did step out in your marriage, you know, because your spouse did um, or because you were just looking to feel an empty place in yourself, like, I wanted to tell you that I completely understand. And um, God wants you to confess it to him. So see that you confess that to him and you repent. Um, if you find a safe place, you know, which is someone who won't judge you, someone who won't expose you, someone who can just, you know, be there um, for you, confess it to them as well because accountability is so important. Accountability, I cannot stress that when you're walking with the Lord and you are being free, you need to have some form of accountability. Like a lot of people think it could just be just them and God. I mean, it can be for to, to a certain extent, but I believe when you're trying to be delivered in something, especially regarding um, addictions or sins to the body, I think it's so important that you find someone to be accountable with too, because those type of sins are very hard. I mean, I I just know the. The enemy, I just feel like once he gets you there to commit those type of sin, like he just puts that hook in you. For some reason, I don't know, that's my opinion. There is no study. I haven't done a study on that or I don't know if it even says that in the Bible. I'm just telling you based on what I know. I'm nobody. It could definitely not be true. But I'm just saying like I just think that you should definitely confess that and have somebody... Um, be accountable have someone there so that you can be accountable um please feel free to email me um if you want i will pray for you like i do others i guarantee you it will stay between me you and the lord i don't want you to beat yourself up if it happened um god will forgive you if you are concerned uh, about confessing it to your your spouse, I suggest you pray about it first. You know, allow God to lead you because we always need him to go before us and give us the green light. You know, when I confessed my infidelity to my husband, um, it was like four or five months after I did it. You know, I wanted to tell him right away. Like, I was just terrible. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, right, right away. I wanted to tell him, but I just couldn't. And for some reason, I don't know, I just, just could not fix my mouth to do it. I just couldn't do it. And in hindsight, I think um, God needed me to heal first. He needed me to heal and he needed to deliver me from that first. So, you know, your instructions may be different, though. This Listen, I never, ever want to share my testimony or share things that I go through to say, like, this is the way, because it's not. I believe Jesus is the way. He's always the way. So I just encourage you guys to seek God, really. Just seek God. Um, so I will have a prayer for this word following. Um, I want you guys to know, like, I love you guys so much. Remember, you are not alone. There are multiple people who are struggling with the same exact thing. Don't let the enemy play you. Don't let him put you on a guilt trip or shame you. Remember, there's no condemnation to those who belong to Jesus. None none okay so god sent his son for times like this when we fall we get back up we repent 
we turn away and we make the, the decision to do better. Just make the decision now to do better. That's what God wants is your heart. Okay. So I love you guys. I will talk to you soon. Um, be encouraged and I'm praying for you all. Bye.